Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Marcianne, and it's been a while since I've been on the air. <clears throat> I have just been having tons of company because <laughs> you know I live in California, and um, all of my family likes to come uh, to California. I'm I'm seven miles from the beach, and I provide bed and breakfast and a car and the driver, which is me. I don't let anybody drive my car, so but I know where everything is, how to get there, and um, so I do all the driving. <clears throat> I ask where they want to go, and I take them there. And my oldest daughter was here for the earthquakes. <laughs> By the time we figured out what was on the first one, what was really happening, it was over, because it was only 10 seconds. Uh, I've thought about that a lot, you know, um, especially with, you know, hurricanes that you go days and days, you're involved with them days and days. And, uh, yeah, we, we, you know, 10 seconds and it's over, and then you think, oh, oh gosh, we had an earthquake. But the second earthquake, uh, the second one, the 7.1 earthquake went on and on and on. And... (laughs) We were really holding tight to our chairs because it was jolts and rolls, jolts and rolls, and jolts and rolls, you know, kind of like, ride, Sally, ride. (laughs) Now, my daughter had lived here for three years, so she'd felt an earthquake before, but not one like the second one, the 7.1. And I've, I've been here 32 years, and I had never felt one like that before either but let me tell you nothing fell off the walls nothing was ever really moved or broken or anything Uh, and that's the way it mostly is unless you're right on the epicenter but we were far enough away from the epicenter to not have any kind of damage even though we sure did feel them okay well I want to thank all of you who have kept listening to my various programs uh, while I've been off the air, I mean, some going back a couple of years. And uh, I have to say my desire to have a radio show accomplishes a lot of things for me in my life. But the most important one is that doing my show on a regular basis allows me to have friends. <laughs> I say what I feel I have to say on the radio show. And then that way, you know, I don't labor all my friends with rantings and ravings. (laughs) I used to be able to empty a room in five minutes. You know, folks usually don't want to discuss issues at a party. I mean, you know the rule, no politics, no religion at parties. So anyway, those of you who maybe search programs for certain types of content, apparently uh, go to a lot of my shows in the archives So I want to thank you for listening, and I do continue to get revenue share income. 
I just got a notice that another deposit was made to my PayPal account. So thank you all so very much. I'm thrilled to have you out there. And I I I speak what's on my heart, <clears throat> and I speak in love. And pure, I try to speak in love and purity and harmony. I, I'm a reflector. So most of my shows that even going back to 2012 when I first started my program are still relevant because I re- reflect from a universal viewpoint. I see the bigger picture. So most of my shows are what we could still call current, even if they're two or three or even seven years old. Because life is very slow on this planet. Even God says a thousand years is just like a day in universal time. So I want to bring you up to date on the decree group. Uh, As you know, I've been doing a series on it's time to stop praying and we're to grow up and act like sons of God and speak the decree, which is a command for something to be done. So we decreed for a new home for a young couple in Arizona, and they moved into it two weeks ago. And Rick and Bruce had completely clear reports from their colonoscopies. And another woman who had a botched hip surgery uh, wanted to have repair surgery on that hip to, to so, so-called fix the botch. But after we decreed about it, she got a big stop sign to having the repair surgery. And then it was revealed that the lake had blood clots in it. And a small piece of one of the clots had broken off and went up into her lung and she couldn't breathe. And she was rushed to emergency. And, I mean, she lived. But this, she is now on heavy blood thinners because there are many clots in that leg. You know, sometimes we get a big scare like this because the path, this is a great big stop sign. When you have one of those come up in your life, you need to stop and reconsider what you're doing because the path perhaps that you are pursuing is very dangerous and has consequences for you that are unseen at the beginning. But, you know, spirit knows all, and that and spirit will protect us if we allow it. Now, she must wait a year now before any doctor is going to agree to do any kind of surgery on her. So this gives her a chance to, to get herself into better health so that she is a better candidate for surgery. Another decree was for a young lady to let her true talents be recognized and rewarded. Uh, She was submitting her resume for a job in the mayor's office of a small town in the Midwest. She does have a journalism decree, and she had been working as the editor of a company newsletter. So the job in the mayor's office was for a public relations specialist. Now, to help you understand more about decrees, We did not decree that she get the job. We decreed that her true talents would be recognized and rewarded. Because you know what? We have to do our part. I mean, she had applied for several different jobs, 
and apparently, however, the mayor felt she would be a strong advocate for his office, and she got the job in the mayor's office. Hooray, hooray. (laughs) The daughter of one of our decree group's doctor had gotten herself involved with a man who was less than honorable. Um, That's just a kind way to say, you know, he's a rat. (laughs) So we gave her to Jesus to have some teachings about relationships. And then another couple went on vacation for two weeks and came home to find out that new neighbors had moved in next door to them and had cut down a whole row of privacy trees that had been there for 32 years. They were livid. So we decreed that a battalion of property rights warrior angels would stand on the property line and defend them from any other intrusions. Now, the minimum number of a battalion is 300. And then a surveyor came out from the city to advise both sides of what was whose. And now, so far, nothing else has been cut down. Another decree involved the 500-mile race in Indianapolis in May because severe storms were predicted for race day. So we decreed that there would be a a three-and-a-half-hour period of no storms so the race could be run. And here is what two announcers said. The first announcer said, We have had an incredible 180-degree turn in the weather. (laughs) And the second announcer said, we were supposed to have thunderstorms all day today, and it's just been the opposite. So it turned out to be a great day for the race because the weather was pushed away and farther north of Indianapolis. Let me tell you, those cosmic weather workers have great Big wings. So in looking through my decree book, uh, where I keep all the decrees, (coughs) (coughs) sorry, I also write down ideas and things that, you know, truisms that um, I hear. And so I'd like to share just a couple with you. (coughs) The first one was I... During the, uh, I'm from Indianapolis originally, so I'm always involved, you know, very involved in uh, all the news and all for the 500 mile race. And I watched a documentary about Mario Andretti. I've seen him race many times at the track. And he, in the documentary, he was in Italy where his family had escaped to from Croatia, and he started his racing career there. He says when he was six years old and had his first scooter that he rode down the cobblestone, winding, twisting road in front of the house where he and eight other families lived for four years. Talk about uh, immigration uh, woes. (laughs) He said he learned the dynamics of wind and speed and his body and everything else on that cobblestone robe. And wrote, and from then on, from the time he was six years old, there never was a plan B. Don't you just love that 
statement, there never was a plan B. I mean, talk about focus and determination and resolve and commitment, all those attributes that contribute to success. And then also, uh, I had gone to hear a professor speak on the principles of the Declaration of Independence, and I just wanted to share a couple things with you about that. Uh, The uh, Declaration of Independence says there are absolute truths which are self-evident. These absolute truths are rooted in the natural laws of nature. You know, kind of like the sun coming up in the morning, going down at night. I mean, I know that's because the earth turns, but to our vision, it looks like the sun is coming up and it looks like it's going down. And it does it every day. And also, our our earth is spinning while it's going around the sun. And somehow, we stay on the earth, don't we? And don't fly off into space. Why? Because of the natural law of gravity. So these things are going to happen no matter what else is happening or what anybody else thinks about it because these are facts. Natural laws keep our solar system operating. I mean, planets don't get out of order and run into each other. And this professor said, we all have our own opinions about things, but we must all accept facts because there's a big difference between a fact and an opinion. The professor said that real rights, human rights, come from God. They're called in the Declaration of Independence unalienable rights. And no law can be passed by humans that will supersede or negate a natural law. No one has the right to do wrong. And the right point of view is all of the points of view combined. So I thought that uh, in this show today, I would give some information about some of these universal laws, what we call the natural laws. I think it'd be helpful. When you know you're up against a natural law, you're up against the universe. (laughs) Natural laws are facts whether you go along with them or not. But remember, just keep remembering when you go up against a fact, you're going up against the whole universe. Okay, number one, the law of divine oneness. This law concerns the fact that everything and everybody is connected to everything and everybody. What happens to one happens to all. Number two, the law of vibration. Everything and everybody has a specific vibration. That vibration is created by us, and it's unique and individual to us. I mean, that's how the universe finds your cell phone, you know. (laughs) Works on those same principles. Okay, the law of action. This law is says we have to do our part. You know, so if we pray to God for a job, we have to do our part of going out and looking for it. And we have to equip ourselves to develop our abilities so that we're useful and we're able to provide a service. 
because this current idea within certain liberal circles that we need to take the money from the rich and give it to the poor in order to balance out the riches of the economy works against the natural law of action because the principle is to give something and you shall then receive for doing your part. That's the law of action. Okay, number four, the law of correspondence. This says, as above, so below. As within, so without. And Dr. Deepak Chopra has a new book out called You Are the Universe, and it explains this law of correspondence very, very well. I recommend it highly. Number five, the law of cause and effect. Nothing happens by chance. We reap and we sow. Everything that happens, we have initiated the original sequence of events because we reap what we sow. Number six, the law of compensation. This natural law concerns the principle that the workman is worthy of his hire. So it's kind of a tragedy that in our country the school teacher makes so little and the center of a professional basketball team makes so much. That's against the law of compensation. And I think it's what sets up these, the unhappiness in the community because it is so unfair. Okay, number seven, the law of attraction. This is a big one. Because our thoughts and feelings and what we speak creates a magnetic field that will attract its own kind. I just was recently reading an article that there are 84 meridians at the root of the tongue in our mouth. And these are stimulated when we speak. And then these meridians you know, are connected all through our whole body. They just have their root in at the tongue, which is why the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue because these meridians will then release secretions that either strengthen or weaken our immune system. It'll either uh, strengthen or destroy our neurological systems Because the pituitary gland is located close to the palate in the mouth, and it sends signals to the command centers of the brain, the hypothalamus, and the pineal gland, which in turn then send out packets of information to all of your cells in your whole body in the form of neurotransmitters and all kinds of chemicals. Now, these are facts. So don't give away your life force energy by speaking gloom and doom or anything negative. Don't tear anybody or anything up. Only speak your thoughts. Only allow your thoughts to be creative about what you want in your life. So in your feelings, you need to release all anger or regret, guilt and fear, resentment, envy, jealousy, any other destructive, disabling feelings, and only speak out what you want. You know, I tell my body every single day that there's a point of light 
beating in my heart that is sending out the light into every cell of my body and creating patterns and strategies for my health and well-being. Because the law of attraction says you will attract what you are. Number eight, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Now, what this natural law explains is that nothing is set in stone, nothing. Everything is in vibration, according to the law of vibration. And the law of vibration is governed by what we're thinking and feeling. So the very second we change only one single thought, that changes everything because that is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Number nine, the law of gestation. This is a great law. (laughs) This natural law is about cycles and circles and patterns and timing, because there are repeating cycles. We're in the effects of a repeating climate change right now. It's the natural law of gestation working. We've had it before, we'll have it again, because certain patterns repeat. But this law also works with the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. They work together in harmony. So if one thing changes, the law of gestation records the change and then continues with the cycle, circles, patterns, and timings with the change incorporated. You know, these timings are so interesting to study. A woman's menstrual cycle is one of these timings. The Bible says there's a time for this and a time for that. And in another place, it talks about times and times and half times. And these times are divinely set. And even though this is a free will planet, these timings are always going to be involved because sometimes, no matter how hard you try to make something happen or change something to be different, nothing will work because you have to wait out the timing. Number 10, the law of relativity, E equals MC squared. Einstein barely touched the surface of this, the full law of relativity. We haven't even begun to explore the depths of this law. And then later on, the quantum level of physics was discovered, and at that point, nothing anymore was ever solid or could be counted on because we are the source. But we are working within dimensions and layers of energies that all work in harmony together with everything and everybody. Number 11, the law of polarity. This is the most comforting law to me right now because it says everything is always striving for balance. If you listen to the news, you would think that there's nothing good in this world But the law of polarity says that for everything bad, there is the same amount of good because everything is always in balance. So no matter how bad it seems, there's the same amount of good holding everything in balance. Pretty much all. sometimes all we have to do is just turn around. And finally, 
number 12, the law of rhythm. Because there's a beautiful rhythm to all of these natural laws of nature, high tide, low tide, sunrise and sunset. The regularity of the universe is a glorious blessing that we live in every day. Do you know what the energy of the rhythm is? This rhythm is energized with happiness. When you are happy, everything goes really good. <laughs> well, we got to happiness, and that's the end all to end this program. So, as the Declaration of Independence says, we the people declare that we wish to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for ourselves and for our posterity. And with that, I I have to ring the bells. (laughs) These are the bells of the San Juan Capistrano mission, ringing out for the blessings of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Until next time, this is Marcianne.